coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. When I was a Teradata expert, which was the largest, most com complicated computers in the world, they dominated that space for 25 years. I knew everything about it. I wrote 50 books on that alone. And it wasn't easy. This is, I was not someone that, A, was a good writer, B, understood this at all. And so I just kept going until the, everything started to turn and make sense. And then even at an older age, probably 50, I go, I'm gonna try to go to other systems. And I learned all of those. And it was so much easier. Mm -hmm. And over time I go, oh no, this is like building a plane. They all have wings. They all get lift. And so when you go through a procedure of learning two or three of the courses that I'm teaching on these computers, you go, actually, I know exactly how electronic computer systems work. Okay. And from that point on, you go, actually, this is going to help me go further, whether I'm doing software, whether I am building disks, memory, social media, I understand how the big players do this. And I make it so simple, literally, Grade school kids could understand wow. this. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. Up next on Pass the Secret Sauce, we have Tom Coffing, who is the CEO of Coffin Data Warehousing. Now, you might think that this is going to be a dry subject, but Tom actually is really interesting because he's taken a very, very dry subject and created quite a persona behind it and, and quite an influence behind it. He's written many, many books, has many, many different programs teaching you how to basically understand how systems are put together. So if you want to understand how something like Facebook or Instagram or any of the other services out there, how they function, how they are put together, Tom's teachings and Tom's trainings are one of the go-to resources that teach you how to do that. And they teach you in a way that you can actually understand it and it, it is actually interesting. He also has a huge project that he's working on that quite absolutely could change many, many different industries. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to try to explain how it works, uh, but essentially we're, we're talking about tying in a bunch of different databases that have never been able to get tied together, which again, that probably sounds rather dry, but it absolutely can streamline and create so many different opportunities in the coming years. Uh, and Tom is at the forefront of that movement. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's episode of Pass the Secret Sauce with Tom Coughing. It's very interesting. I come from a family that was relatively 
not rich by any means, but we were very close. We had just a great family. And we just um, always enjoyed one another. Oh, a lot of joking, a lot of talking, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so we just, uh, you know, I had a great mom, great dad, great brothers and sisters. It was just a really valued family time. How, how many uh, siblings did you have? I've got twin sisters that are cool. about a year behind me. And then I've got a brother that's uh, about nine months, or a little bit more than that behind them. So we were all in the same high school together at the same time. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Nice. So were you, were you the type of uh, kid that had entrepreneurial tendencies growing up or were you... Did you not hit, get the entrepreneurial bug until a little bit later in life? I kind of later in life. You know, I just wanted to work with my family or with my dad, and I really wanted to have a nice job and a nice position. But when I was in the corporations, I could see things that were going to happen and say, hey, listen, you know, we really need to be doing this, or we need to be doing that, or hey, you know, this is the future. And they would say, go back to your cube. What is this guy talking about? And each time it would come true, I go, I'm going to absolutely go crazy here. And so I just really was, I was a young guy, but I was never really seen as somebody, hey, Tom, you really have it together. And so I just said, I really need to go out here and do some things on my own because this is just too frustrating for me. And then once I was on my own, and, and it was really, I got laid off. Mm-hmm. So I probably would still be working for the man had I not done uh, been laid off and at the time people said oh gosh Tom you know it really is for the best and I thought hey listen don't say that (laughs) (laughs) I'm very distraught I got three kids I got a daughter who's diabetic how am I going to find money in in a job and once I got this I go oh thank you yeah the reason for this (laughs) (laughs) that's great so so what was the uh what was the first uh type of projects that you were getting when you first went out on your own and how, how did you find those first projects it was extremely frightening because you really don't have a paycheck coming at all mm-hmm. and i had been studying high technology stuff night and day to the point where i had a couple of people say hey tom i think you're mentally ill i'm like what are you talking about they go you listen to headphones all the time on this stuff listen it's too much for anybody and i go no, I'm not mentally ill, number one. Number two, I'm just going to stay with it. And it finally started to kind of click with me. And daggone it, I got laid off. And a, a month later, the company called me and they go, hey, listen, we know you we know this technology now. Could we use you in a consulting fashion? <laughs> it took off for me like crazy. I was making about 42000 when I got laid off. And I go, who could make this kind of money yeah, anywhere? You know, this was 25, 30 years ago. And every year for seven years, Matthew, I got a $50,000 raise. Wow, nice. Seven years into it, they go, hey, what'd you do this year? And I go, $450,000. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. So, so is that primarily what you do right now? Obviously, you have software and whatnot, but you've traveled around the world, you speak all over. Would you say that the teaching is still primarily the main a thing that takes up most of your time today? No, not at all. You know, you can't count on anything to stay in business. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're Amazon, all of a sudden they go, what? We're going out of business or Walmart. Wait, there's a new competitor. I have made a million dollars in several different places as a teacher, Mm -hmm. as a book writer, 
uh, as a software developer, as a consultant, uh, the list goes on. And every one of them has a way of going away. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I was making $125,000 a year in just commissions doing nothing on my book royalties. Mm -hmm. And I was down to 120 and then it was down to what? And now I go, 27,000. <laughs> Where'd it go? So uh, you got it. You know, for me, I had a lot of, um, um, I would say enemies from people saying, hey, these, this guy's speaking too successful. He's taking money from us. Let's go get him. You really, for me, I needed to be doing about 20 different things and having 20 different streams in. So software is a big deal for me. I do teaching. I do stuff with books. I do stuff with consulting, mm -hmm. anything and everything. I'm teaching people how to speak, high technology stuff. So it, it's still all over the place for me. I want to transfer to nothing but software soon. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you, just, you just better not bet all the marbles on one thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And how do you manage all of the different categories, influences, questions that must be coming in all the time? I, I know I have my hands in four or five different pots at any one time too. And, and it does get to be difficult, you know, trying to, what was, the, what were we working on over here yesterday? And now I got to go over here and, you know, something completely different. How do you, how do you manage all of those different things? You know, you really got to embrace it and, and start to get used to it. When I first started out in my career, I said, you know, I'm going to be one of the best speakers in the world. And I had some talent in that area. I showed that I had some skills or, hey, you know, you could do this. But I also said, I'm going to be one of the most technical people in the world. They go, oh, my goodness, wait a minute. Why? And I go, they're exact opposites. And if I could master those. And the problem with doing all these other things like that is they go, hey, how's your programming and the technical stuff? And I go, and falling behind yeah and they go, well, how's the speaking i go oh man i'll tell you listen i'm, I'm really i'm having i'm falling behind and over time as you hang in there all of a sudden they start to cross over they go so how's the speaking i go actually i'm speaking on technology it's amazing yeah. okay i'm so it, it's really helping me so you know the fact that i was able to be a great speaker and phenomenal technology just and i just kept improving on it i've written 35 books on 35 different technologies. And a lot of them are the same, Matthew. Okay. So you start to see, oh, it's like music on different keys. There's so much similarities here. And so as I'm doing these other projects, I've gotten so good at this. It's not a huge stretch for me. I'm an okay. expert on a lot of different things over a 30 year period. So I try to invest in things that are gonna be difficult, pay off big time. And that will really help, help me cross. Once you can speak, well, you can go anywhere. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. What, what, what types of, what types of uh, technologies are you working on today or what, what, what types of languages, what types of things are, are, is popular in your world today? Well, I, uh, we have a .NET um, Microsoft technology that we do our programming with. Um, I'm an expert on SQL on every system. Mm -hmm. okay? That's really was my bread and butter, but now I'm into Python. Mm -hmm. I'm into R, whatever comes out. And, you know, it's really tricky for me because I said, hey, do I want to dive down this Python thing? This could go and get out of hand. I may be going down a big rabbit hole. I don't know that I should be doing this. And I just say, 
I'm going to dip my toe in. And then yeah. I go watch a lot of videos. It's changed. Everything's changing. So you watch videos on YouTube and you go, hey, that's actually pretty easy. And then you just, you just move forward. It's harder when you're 60 like myself to say, well, you know, we just did SQL. And, and I was a programmer in COBOL. If you're doing that, you're probably getting too old to be in this business. You yeah. need to say, oh, yeah, remember, Tom. You're 21. You're 21. <laughs> you got to learn like these kids do, and that's really helped me. Is just trying to force myself not to say yep. it's not the way we did it. <laughs> yep, yep. No, that's that's a great mindset. That's a that's a great way to be able to look at things. So, is is YouTube your main median for learning these these different languages and and technologies? I used to do a lot of reading where I'd read 50 things and the same subject and go, I didn't get 49 of them, but the 50th guy, he explained it like tennis. This really wasn't that hard a subject. Yeah. So you really started to have to search for those people that explained it kind of like I explained it when people say, Tom, oh my God, they got it found you. I go, no, I know. Yeah. And, uh, but YouTube's been, it's just changed me. I'm even learning music now like crazy. And I, I, watch I see the guitar videos. there behind you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I go, I'm really learning the sheet music, everything else. And I go, it's fascinating. And these people are so, so good. So the YouTube just changed the whole world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah. I've got three, 400 videos on YouTube myself. And people write me all the time, Tom, thank you. And I go, no, I, thank you. What, what, what's your most popular videos on YouTube? I've got speaking videos, which people love, but I've got the videos that explain the high tech computer architectures where people go, I, it's dry. I can't get it. Will it help me? And as I run them through the series, they, the, their potential is limitless. They can mm -hmm. design these systems. They could go on their own and become entrepreneurs and create them themselves. They have a clear understanding of what's going on when you're building supercomputers. And that's an audience that you're always going to have out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, a lot and of people that want to learn it. So, so, so when you are saying, you know, people who want to build a, a supercomputer, uh, you obviously, there's a lot of technology entrepreneurs, people that want to start some type of technology company. They've got a, you know, an idea, whatever that platform might be or whatever that system might be. Is this something that they should go and learn, would you suggest? Absolutely. And I'll tell you why, Matthew. When I was a Teradata expert, which was the largest, most com complicated computers in the world, they dominated that space for 25 years. I knew everything about it. I wrote 50 books on that alone. And it wasn't easy. This is, I was not someone that, A, was a good writer, B, understood this at all. And so I just kept going until it, everything started to turn and make sense. And then even at an older age, probably 50, I go, I'm going to try to go to other systems. And I learned all of those. And it was so much easier. Mm -hmm. And over time, I go, oh, no, this is like building a plane. They all have wings. They all get lift. And so when you go through a procedure of learning two or three of the courses that I'm teaching on these computers, you go, actually, I know exactly how electronic computer systems work. Okay. And from that point on, you go, actually, this is going to help me go further, whether I'm doing software, whether I am building disks, memory, social media, I understand how the big players do this. And I make it so simple, literally, Grade school kids could understand wow. this. 
That's great. That's great. So, so you said that you have a lot of different trainings out there. What are the top two, three different trainings that you would say that any entrepreneur in tech should you know, come onto your site and, and make sure that they learn those, those techniques or that, those topics? I've got a website called The Speech Experts, and I've got videos out there. That alone will help them enormously. Mm-hmm. That will give them the confidence to say, and that's probably what I'm, I feel like I'm the best in the world at. They go, oh, you're the best speech coach in the world. And I go, absolutely. I've got so much experience, and I've done it so differently. I've been 30 years ahead of everybody else in that area, and now I see people on television, and I go, all right, they get it. Mm-hmm. And so that's important. When you look at just the technology of how these computer architectures are from Teradata to Natiza to what Amazon's doing with Redbrick, you don't have to look but maybe 12 lessons to go, I got it. I understand mm-hmm. how this is all working. That's what would help them tremendously. It just gives you confidence to say, oh, there's not a big dark hole over there. I know how big computers work. I know how Amazon's doing it. I know what the cloud is. I know how these things work. It's really very simple when you think about it. And then the speaking, mm -mm -mm, I cannot stress how important it is to learn world-class techniques that are just fundamentals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And did you learn from anyone when you were starting in your speaking career? Any, any? Absolutely. Yeah. Who who are your influences? I was a speech major in college. Okay. Okay. I went to Toastmasters for 10 years and I was in a good one with Carl Okeson, people that took me under their wings and they explained things to me. I cross train on everything I do. I went into radio. I did television commercials. I had agents. I worked with the great Ellie Dial, who uh, it was in community theater at the time, but a, a director from New York. They all taught me a ton about the different um, media that they were into, and I was able to bring it all into speaking. So I did political speeches, stand-up comedy. I worked with people that were on Seinfeld uh, at the comedy clubs. Uh, the acting, the speaking, the motivation, uh, the formal uh, speeches. Uh, the key for my success has always been to go seek out others and listen, listen, listen. And you know what? When people say, hey, Tom, I think you, you were just like kind of stumbling across the stage. I go, that's called movement. <laughs> and then later I think I could go, why would they think that? Maybe I should be stopping in between sometimes and planting my feet. Yeah. And that's how you grow. I, yep. I failed a million times on my way to massive success. Yeah, but it's, you're getting out there and you're actually trying. So, you know. Failure is, uh, is progress. It's so frustrating, but you know, when you look at it positively, it's not even going, oh, I failed and I feel good about it. It's going, I'm gonna get back out there and I'm gonna get better at this. Mm-hmm. How that hurt. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta pick up and keep going. You gotta, you gotta keep going. So, so what, is, what are you working on now? I know you have a couple of different websites that, uh, that are you know, pretty popular. What, what are you working on these days? What, what's your main thing? I'll tell you what my main thing is. I was good at predicting the future. What would happen is I mentioned to you before, this is what you've got to be able to do. What's happening in the past, what's happening now. Hey, I'm an expert in this industry. What's going to happen in the future? So about 15 years ago, I was working with Microsoft. They were OEMing my tools for their products to Mm -hmm. give to customers uh, as their, their query tools, the Nexus. And I said, you know what? Nobody's seeing this. The future will be... Virtus Technology is a custom business software solution provider. 
Are you tired of manual entry into an old system that creates more work than it helps? Does your company suffer from constant pain and frustration around its business processes? Do you spend a lot of time and money trying to hunt information down or figure out what is happening in your business? Virtus Technology can help solve all of this. We evaluate your current processes and then create custom software or mobile apps to automate and streamline your business process, eliminating a lot of those pains and frustrations. Unlike other systems, our goal is to digitize your current processes and systems so that your staff's learning curve is very small. If you're ready to take your business operations to the next level, give Virtus Technology a call today. Some type of cloud, we didn't call it the cloud at the time, but people are going to want to access a bunch of systems, not just that one, no, I have IBM, oh, I have Oracle, I have Teradata. They're going to want to do a bunch of them. No one's going to see this coming. Even Microsoft isn't going to see this coming. I'm going to build query tools, data movement tools, and the ability to just point and click and join data across any system in the world. And it's taken me 15 years. But the only thing I was afraid of is by the time I get there, will it already be, oh, yeah, everybody's doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's just not the case. My stuff is finally ready. I'm going to announce on Monday a partnership with Yellow Brick Data who saw it and said, oh, my goodness, Tom. Um, this is it. So we're going to partner. They've got one of the hottest new data warehouses that competes with Snowflake and, and Teradata and Atiza and IBM, and they love it. And I've got a lot of new customers that are wanting to do this software. Um, it could be the most advanced software in the world. And so I'm dedicating 100% of my time to that. I 15 years, Matthew. Can you imagine being on That's one crazy. project <laughs> for 15 years and I spent every penny I had to just keep sponsoring my team to code. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you have a team today that's, uh, that, that's behind you and, and creating all this? I've yeah. got a phenomenal team behind me. They've been with me for 15 years. Wow. And I couldn't pay them what they deserved. Yeah. But they saw but they stuck. Yeah. the vision. And you know what? They said, you know, everybody we talked to said, that's an impossibility. And I tell you, I didn't think it'd take 15 years. Mm -hmm. It's been so difficult because these systems, Oracle doesn't talk to Teradata. Teradata doesn't talk to Microsoft SQL Server. None of them talk. And we got every one of them talking, communicating. We've solved every problem. It's been a breakneck pace for 15 years. And finally, we go, oh, everybody wants there this. And yeah. we have it, and nobody does it like us. Yeah. So I'm extremely excited about the future. That's it's like fantastic. my first day on the job right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is great. So, so what are what's the plan to, to launch it? Are you, you you mentioned that you're going to be you know meeting on on Monday about this? What's the how, what's the launch plan? How are you going to get this out into the world? We've got this uh, as a press release from Yellow Brick. It's going to be going out on Monday. And then we've, uh, on the top secret government clouds, we're on Amazon, we're on Azure, we're on Google. We're in a lot of the biggest customer sites. I probably shouldn't mention them, but they're the largest people in the banking mm -hmm. and manufacturing of PCs and servers and insurance. So we've got customers moving 10,000 tables a day wow. to the cloud and all over the place. Plus, they're doing and joining data from 20 different systems in some cases. So we're already going to be one of these companies that go, oh, you're an overnight success. And I go, yeah, well, 20 years. years yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's, you know, that's what I wanted to do. I, I, I've 
you know, done the books, I've taught a thousand classes, I've done the videos, those showed, hey, Tom, you've got some speaking skills and you can do some writing and, and you can teach. To take on Amazon and Microsoft and Oracle and IBM and say, no, listen, I'm telling you, I know what's going to happen. And to be able to do that and I'll be in a position where I go, no one else has it and it is going to be phenomenal. It is phenomenal. That's, that's something that I really want to end my career with there going, you know, when he pulled that off, we said, yeah, he's, he's got what it takes. And it's not genius. It's mostly belief in yourself, grit, and staying with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it, th and that's what a lot of people, unfortunately, again, they, the, in today's, uh, you know, instant uh, gratification society, everyone wants, you know, success and the, uh, the feel goods right now. I mean, that, that's great to be able to stick with something for that long and, and, you know, finally be able to start seeing the, the fruits of, of that, that, uh, that success or that hard work over all those years. What, um, what types of things, like what types of companies, I, I know you mentioned all of these big guys cannot obviously use this. Is this something that can trickle down into, you know, smaller companies as well? Like what, what types of, what types of uh, applications can you see your software being used for, you know, more on the, you know, smaller, medium-sized uh, level business. And, and again, not, not saying that, uh, not taking any way, anything away from the big guys. I'm just curious to see if there's any, any other applications that you see, um, you know, for your, for your technology. This was, wouldn't be used someone that says, hey, I've got a small pizza shop. We got five people in here. I go, no, thank you. Okay. But the brilliance and, the, and, the, and the, the, the thing that's so exciting to me is that we really said, look, we've got the top technology. Everybody's going to want to do this. This is so bleeding edge. And it's a little bit like saying, hey, we created electric cars. And they go, hey, uh, uh, which company's got this? Well, the big one's first. And then we cut our teeth there. And once they said, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic, it just trickled down to literally, Matthew, everyone. I see anybody with a company of 25 people or more that's using a lot of data going, we can access all our systems as if they were one giant system. They go, wow, that's the future. Mm -hmm. So eventually, Everybody can potentially be a customer. We've got some small customers right now with five or 10 people using it, but we really go after the big players because they're the first to accept new things for competitive advantage. Yeah. The big retailers, the big insurers and things of this nature. Um, but at that point in time, it just continues to trickle down to the mid-level, the smaller level. So we really potentially feel as if you know, we've gone from just struggling for the over the years to get it done to they go, you people are the richest people in the world. We go, <laughs> yeah, we, we told you we, we were going to be in this business for that purpose alone. Yeah. It was the one chance I saw for someone like myself who comes from just a, a lower middle class family to be a possible billionaire. Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, so it's like a Facebook thing. And I go, no, 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 no. I, I wish I would have invented Facebook. But my real fire was to be able to say, no, I want to be in every computer system around the world in every business, being the lifeblood of that business. I'm not putting in Facebook down, you know, this guy's obviously more successful right. than I have been. Right. But I go, no, I don't really want to do that. I want to do this. Yeah. No, that's, that's fantastic. I love it. So is there anyone who you have on your radar right now that you want to be able to reach out to who you might not necessarily have yet? 
at, at all? Is, are there people or companies that you're saying, I wish, I wish we could get in touch with them? You know what? I wish I could get in touch with the big players like Salesforce mm -hmm. and even IBM and Oracle. They know about us, but I don't think quite they've accepted the fact that federated queries joining across all systems is just absolutely almost on their doorstep. So all of the big players in the computer industry, I would like to invite forward, just like Yellow Brick, when Yellow Brick saw what we've got, they said, We're, we would like to par partner with you. We, they were accepted in our partner program. We'd like the same thing for all those big players, but even these large companies, because they're gonna see all of the people in retail and insurance and in the airlines, in the, we've got customers actually in the entertainment industry, all of these big players and mid-sized players are going to need an advantage. And that mm -hmm. advantage is so unbelievable when you can access any data anywhere and work from any location. You know, the COVID thing has been a horrible nightmare yeah. and everyone's working from home. And when you do that and you, and you understand technology like me, these companies are absolutely mind-bogglingly frightened because nothing's going, everything has to go through the firewall. Everything data has to go out through the hotels and the homes and the local area networks. Our technology allows you to do everything from your desktop wow. if you're in a balloon, but we place these Nexus servers in your data centers and on your clouds. So you're actually gonna be running and they go, yes, Matthew, you wanna run this data movement job? I'll run it for you as if you're sitting on the server that's the technology that no one understands that you better have or you just cannot move data, mm -hmm. you cannot join data, you can't even query it. And that's where we're at. We're gonna have customers that say, I want a million desktops and I want 10,000 servers. And I go, okay, let's talk price. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it, I love it. Tom, this is, this is really, really interesting. If someone wanted to learn more about yourself or you know, the new technologies that you are working on, how would they do that? How would they, what's the best way to be able to get in touch and, and learn more? They can go to our websites. We've got one, uh, Cloud Nexus SaaS, Cloud Nexus and S-A-A-S for software as a service. They can coffeedw.com, C-O-F-F-I-N-D-W.com. They can go to LinkedIn, they can go to YouTube. We put out blogs every, every, all the time. They can email me at tom.coffing at coffingdw.com and they can always uh, give me a call. I've got that on the website. We'd love to talk to anybody because really we want, we're finally in a situation after 20 years, Matthew, where they go, this is what I need. Can you install this? And, and, and a day later they go, we're trying it and this is the solution that we'd like to uh, look forward to, uh, to, 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 Proof of concept. Yeah, That's what I'd love to do. And you know what? I've been in this business. And one thing when I go to my grave, they go, so what you accomplished in life? Even no matter what I go, I helped so many thousands of people through my books and my videos. Yeah, but maybe you didn't make the money you should have. I go, mm. it's really mostly for me about helping that person that says, I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I got kids to feed. And I go, hey, hey, hey. no, that was me. Listen, I've learned it and I know how to explain it to you. So um, that's a big pride I have. And then now to have this software behind me uh, after 20 years of, I'm not going to say difficulties, but mm -hmm. I yeah. guess no, long that's... project, a lot of money put into it. 
Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. That, that is uh, that is fantastic. I certainly look forward to, to seeing more about uh, the, the things that you are creating and the, the, the things that are changing because of the things that you've created. So yeah, no, thank you, Tom. Uh, Matthew, for being thank on the you. Show. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.